a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment here on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Uh, and as always, uh, you don't want to miss a single segment, so make sure you've uh, downloaded the KSL News Radio app, uh, powered by our friends at Any Hour Services, so that you uh, always have it on demand, or you can pick up the podcast if you happen to miss a little bit of the show. Uh, as we've been talking about today, uh, leadership, we've been talking about the importance of continuous learning, uh, some of the books that have uh, been a, a big impact on you. And it's so interesting to, to look at that. Uh, speaking at a Harvard University commencement ceremony just after World War II, Winston Churchill uh, somewhat prophetically predicted the collapse of the world's dominant military and political empires and that the world would, would enter a new phase of development. Uh, and Churchill said this, I love this. He said that the the next empires, the empires of the future, will be the empires of the mind. And think about that. Churchill could not have been more right, uh, especially here in America. Uh, we have been on a fast track of revolutionary development, technological breakthroughs, break with transformational products. All of those things have happened. Uh, we now experience more changes and more innovation in one of our 24-hour days than was created in, in decades of our grandparents' lives. And in such a fast-forward society, it's those who are constantly learning. Uh, I like to call them knowledgepreneurs, uh, are the people who are always in demand. They're forever learners. Uh, the forever learners are always the most successful, the most highly compensated, uh, regardless of what field they happen to work in. Uh, and so here we are in the middle of this pandemic. Uh, everyone is now homeschooling. Uh, kids are trying to figure out uh, what that kind of learning really looks like and feels like and is like. Uh, but the most important thing uh, that we need to remember, especially as parents, uh, either for our children or grandchildren or for ourselves, is that the most important takeaways from any kind of schooling, any kind of program, is to make sure that you have two things, two takeaways. And one is the, the discipline of learning, learning how to learn. And then, of course, the other is the love of learning, becoming a lifelong learner. And so regardless of, of what our kids are learning, uh, if they don't develop those two skills, the discipline of learning how to do it, and then the love of doing it, uh, nothing else is really going to matter in the end because things are changing so fast. Uh, if your child is in the technology field, most of what they learn in their first two years of college will be obsolete before they graduate. And so it's about, do you know how to learn and do you love to learn? That's going to be the real test. Uh, and that's where really high-impact teachers come in. That's where great mentors do their most important work is creating space for students to develop those skills and especially to learn to love learning. 
And, you know, we usually don't uh, compensate those uh, empires of the mind kind of teachers properly. Uh, and I think we need to do a much better job of that as we spoke with uh, Jason Perry from the uh, Hinckley Institute of Politics. That is going to be a topic that's going to come up in these gubernatorial debates uh, coming up here over the next few weeks. And we, we need to figure that out. Teachers who transmit a love of learning to their students. Those are the ones that really transform lives. Those are the ones that impact society and community and really change the trajectory of, of generations to come. Uh, I, I remember being in Washington, D.C. Uh, one time. We were uh, in the Library of Congress, fittingly, and uh, author and historian David McCullough shared kind of his empire of the mind teacher uh, that he experienced when he was a student at Yale. And it was so interesting to listen to him tell this story, hear this you know, person who's written 1776, a book that really impacted me, uh, John Adams, and a, and a host of other just incredible histories and stories. Uh, he's, he's talking about he was an English major at Yale, but he had to have a history credit in order to graduate. <laughs> and guess what? David McCullough did not like history. Uh, he wasn't fond of memorizing, uh, and he didn't really like to, to do all of those things. So he was really dreading, as a senior at Yale, having to take this history class uh, with the masses, so to speak. Uh, and so David McCullough described going into this large hall, and uh, the teacher walks out, and it wasn't even a real professor. It was a graduate assistant. Uh, the graduate assistant's name was John Hubbard. And... John Hubbard was one of those guys who believed the best way to teach was to show the students what you love. And I think that is so important. When we show someone what we love, we teach in a completely different way. So this graduate assistant informed the class that the class would not be tested on dates, locations, or events. He said the class would focus entirely on the stories of those who lived and those who made history. Think about that. So there's David McCullough sitting in there. He said it was like a window was blown open for me. He said in that instant, history was no longer a collection of facts and dates. It became an inexhaustible source of ideas. So that was the foundation of his empire of the mind, uh, was a, a teacher who loved history and who wasn't so worried about quizzing him on dates and locations and events as he was sharing the stories and the ideas and the principles uh, and those who made history. And that's, the, that's how we need to approach our learning. It's a very different way. Uh, Another example, I, I heard not too long ago uh, an entrepreneur, incredibly successful, said he had actually gone through his, uh, all of his contacts on his phone and purged everyone but about 70 contacts. And his criteria, his criteria was amazing. He said, the only people I want to talk to, the only people I have time to talk to, the question is, is this person still learning? Amazing. So people who are committed to forever learning uh, are always worth talking to. Uh, they, they are the empire builders. Uh, and to me, that's what really matters. So in every field of learning, from engineering to mathematics to medicine to family living, all of those, success and impact will always be dependent to a large degree on recognizing what Churchill thought and what I think he was actually right on that the empires of the future will be the empires of the mind. 
and preparing those that we care about for that future and that empire is what it's really all about. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you on KSL News Radio today, your all day companion for news right here. Uh, as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure that you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.